You are listening to Motivating from the Six, episode 41. Chase that dream, not the cream. An interview with motivational speaker Terrell Sumter. Let's go, baby. Welcome back to Motivating from the Six. This is a podcast that is intended to change your life. It's intended to motivate you, to inspire you, to have you stand up in your circumstances and make all the changes that you need in your life to become a better individual. I am Jeff Martin of jeffadmartin.com. Thank you so much for all of you who are listening, for all of you who have hit play, who have downloaded, who have subscribed, who have left a review. I want to thank each and every one of you for allowing me to be in your ears for just a brief moment within your day. If you are playing me in your cars, if you are playing me on your headphones while you're on that treadmill, if you're just going for a walk, if you are gathered around the campfire and you're listening to me, I just want to thank you. I am so appreciative that you have allowed me to be in your life. So thank you so, so much. Listen, I have another great guest. These, these, I'll, I'll be honest with you. These just inspire me. Like I go back and listen to some of these speakers and these guests, and I get inspired by the information that they're giving because it's just so refreshing to hear someone else's opinion about being great, about finding your greatness, about becoming your best self. And I'm just so inspired by today's guest, Mr. Terrell Sumter. Now, Terrell is out of Orlando, Florida. He hails from the PA, (laughs) Philadelphia, and he is just a real good dude. Like this guy here, he motivates people. He's always inspiring. You can catch him on his own podcast, Inspire Before We Expire, and he is just doing some great things. You can catch him on Instagram, on social media, just posting some real inspirational stuff. He is doing some great work in the prison systems, and again, just motivating as many people as he can while he's here. So let's just jump right into this thing because this man is powerful. My man, Mr. Terrell Sumter. And welcome back to Motivating from the Six. I am with my man out of Florida, FLA, Mr. Terrell Sumter. He is a motivational speaker and he is inspiring people in wherever they are, um, wherever they can hear him, wherever he can reach, he is inspiring people all over the world. Mr. Terrell, how you doing, sir? Oh, man, I'm doing well. Glad to be a part. Glad, glad, to, glad for you to have me, man. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, we finally got to sit down and and do this so let's make it happen man let's do it absolutely we've been talking about this for a while uh, we connected through social media and i love the work that you have been doing um and you know we we've just you know just encourage each other so i appreciate you for being there and even though there's distance between us uh even though we haven't met in person uh we still have the ability through this technology right here to reach out to each other and encourage each other so i appreciate you for that Absolutely. Absolutely. Appreciate you too, Jeff. I love the work you're doing, man, out there in Toronto, man, for real, uh, bringing a lot of value and a lot of growth to the communities, especially the youth. And it's, um, it's, 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 it's fascinating, amazing, man, that knowing that you're a father, you follow me and, you know, just leading by example out there in the communities and setting that, setting that bar high for other fathers, man. So, you know, thank you for having me, man. 
Oh man, appreciate that. So let's get into your story. So you initially uh, were born and raised in Philadelphia, correct? Yes, sir. All right. And you, you went through some turmoils in your life that eventually took you to where you are in Orlando. Can you kind of take us through uh, some of your story? Absolutely, man. So uh, to sum it up, man, I've been through some adversity. But what I've seen, the good in adversity versus what I used to see in adversity. So as I take you to when I was very young, I lost my mother at the age of five years old. You know, and it's like, you know, you losing a parent, man. you like, this person brought you to this world. And the thing is, me and my mother had a strong connection. You know, when um, we had a very strong connection and like when she passed away, it kind of hurt me, man. It kind of took me to a really just a life of just what am I going to do? You know, I'm being angry all the time. I'm sitting in my room. I'm not coming out. And it's like, man, because I lost my heart. I lost my pride and my soul. You know, it's the lady that only knew me best. I do something wrong, like flip a table or something. She's not going to blame me. She's going to blame my older siblings. And they like, oh, Rel did that. I'm like, you know, I, I didn't know nothing. That, I didn't know. I was just being a kid at the time, man. But, you know, to sum it up, man, I lost her. And um, just through as a childhood, I had to go from house to house, you know, um, being really alone. My sister, she kind of guided me. My brother, he was a big, big factor in my life. But he was in college, so he was trying to do both. But, you know, um, something that really changed, like, my perspective to why, how I think now, as far as educational-wise, when I did lose my mother, like, I was sent to North Philadelphia to live with my aunt, Aunt Gladys, and, you know, she was big in the educational field. She worked in the school I was going to, and um, she helped me a lot, man. She she made me learn discipline. She made me learn self-control. She, she made me stay up, like, nights, late, late nights to, like, get stuff done, because I wasn't into school. Like, I just was – I still wasn't over that I lost my mother. You follow me? So this is now about a year or so going by, two years. I'm now still in North. So I'm like, wow, like, it's like, man, you lose something, but it's like you also – you gain something, because I knew I had an angel above me, and I could have been an easy kid that's like, all right, now I'm going to take my own life, or I'm going to think something crazy, but I'm like, man, I got to finish strong. You know, and I'm very young, and my aunt, she stood there, she stuck there with me. And no family relationship is perfect, but she helped me what I needed help with because I was kind of mentally, you know, a little bit challenged at the time because um, I was doing good in school. My mom was alive, but when she passed, that's when everything started to go downhill. I started to go from A's and B's to D's and F's. And um, but my aunt helped me gain that that momentum back. She ain't she helped me gain those skills back as far as getting those good grades. And it was a challenge, man. It was a very very, it was a challenge, man. Um, but it helped me a lot. And I believe you know without challenge there is no growth. So with her stepping in and taking that advantage and taking that leeway to guiding me to help me with everything I needed help with, it kind of was a plus on my end, man. And I just like along that journey being in North Philadelphia, you know, um. I wasn't really in the streets just yet. I was still young. I used to like going to the power with my friends because there was a lot of shootings and stuff like that around the neighborhood, man, and, um, you know, things like that. But uh, I seen a lot of families get put out their homes, you know, around the areas and other neighborhoods in Philadelphia as well that lived there for a long time. You follow me? And I just didn't understand why, but just how they doing now in today's age, you know, um, they moving in, you know, the rich and taking out those that really, that works hard and been in their homes for years, and I guess that's just how society was, like, set up, and now we all see what's really going on, but, you know, I've seen a lot of that, man, um, 
and it's like, man, I'm not going to really, you know, go too much into that, that side story, but it's just, man, by what I went through as a young person, man, and then as a teen, as this was a difference as you compared it to, because when I was young, I was more disciplined. I was a teen. I wanted to do what I wanted to do. I was more of a follower. You follow me? So I was like stealing from malls. I was fighting all the time, getting on probation because I wasn't being this leader I am today. But that, that's what, like, makes the story so interesting because if you think about it, you start to learn your rights. You start to, you start to learn your wrongs and start to make them all right. You follow me? So through this journey, man, I learned, man, like, nothing was never made up. Everything is authentic. You mm-hmm. follow me? And I don't live that – I don't relive that past. I don't, re, I don't revisit being on probation from 14 years old all the way to 19. And, like, it's just – that's not cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, man – know i know you got more questions to ask so man that's really really that man i just learned from when i was young versus the older me like the older me moved more silent i moved more different i moved smarter i don't really have a circle you know um that's why i connect with a lot of strong-minded you know a lot of service-minded business that's all i'm surrounded with Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know that's how me and you connected but when i connected with you i still was you know, my mindset was still okay, positive, but I just didn't know how to shift the mindset more. I didn't have as many people in my corner and mentors that as I do now and making the moves that I, as I'm making now. So, you know, um, the story, man, it's like, man, the story is the story, man. It's very, very empowering and fluential, man. Um, and I'm just grateful to be here, Jeff, to be honest with you. Absolutely. And I appreciate you being here. And for those of you who heard those sirens, my man Terrell is chilling outside, taking in that Orlando sun and uh, the traffic is just right behind him. So, you know, those sirens, you're going to get those outside noises, which is all good. But Terrell, so you talk about, you know, growing up and losing your mom at an early age and then some of the circumstances you went through as a teen. And, you know, as a teen, it's hard enough to be a teenager, to be someone in their mid twenties, early 20s. Um, in the best of circumstances, let alone losing your mom at an early age, losing your mom at an early age, and also uh, dealing with the circumstances in your neighborhood, how do you get from that negativity to become who you are now? Like, what path was it that you took? Like, there's a lot of people out there who are spinning their wheels right now, who are struggling because of something that happened when they were five years old, six years old, and they are now older. They're an adult, and they they're still not able to get through those circumstances, how are you able to overcome and become the person you are today? Oh, man. Great question, brother. Um, It took me, man, it took me some time, brother. It took me, a, it took me, like, as I got older, it took me a decade, man. It wasn't overnight. It's never going to be overnight for you to overcome, you know, the adversity, the challenge, the obstacles. You got to really be strong-minded. Me growing up in Philadelphia, PA, like, I really come from the streets, and I really did a lot. I seen a lot. You know, um, and it's like, man, that's not the life there, you know, um, especially and it takes for you to lose close people for you to realize, like, is this the life I really want to live? Like, I started to see, like, man, friends around me started to, like, really face some serious time and start to die before me, man. It's like, man, I started to see a lot, man, in my neighborhood, man, killings all the time, um, robins, like all types of negativity, man. That's that's all I was around and. You know, my city is a good city, man. It will always be home no matter where I move to, Florida, Bali, Australia, wherever I may move to, man, Philly will always be my home, man. But 
I just had to come about it, man. And um, I had to get away from that negativity because it's like when you continue to set yourself in that, that's when you set yourself up. And I tell people all the time, man, like it's more out there. So I started to learn, Jeff, and I started to learn like versus when I was in high school because I, I never was like a straight A student, man. I never, especially when I got older, like I say, I was a follower, but it took for me to get on probation and get locked up to be on house arrest for me to get my act right. You follow me? <laughs> you know, and it's kind of like, you're like, wow. You know, and it's like, because, man, the way the system was set up, if you ain't getting your act right and you ain't doing good in school, you ain't getting good grades, then, okay, we're going to put you back in this juvenile placement. We're going to put you in this juvenile hall. We're going to put you – like, I went through boot camp, man. That's another thing that helped me out. Um, You know, they, it helped me out a lot. It put me through a lot of discipline. I'm talking about in the heat, doing beer crawls, um, got to connect with people that you was – they say beefing with whatever it may be. You mm -hmm. had issues, but then y'all come together. And what matters most is people got to also put that negativity to the side, man. Whatever you got going on with somebody down the street, y'all live right down the street and live right around the corner from each other. Y'all grew up in the same neighborhood. Put y'all differences to the side. So I had to come together with these type people from different neighborhoods, man. And it's like, man, you think about it like it happened so fast, but no, it's part of the journey. You know, you can never be stuck in a dark place. Like I was surrounded around dark clouds dark people i was in a dark space my whole life but i learned to turn that around by seeing what was happening before me i could have also been a victim to the streets i could have also been somebody that wanted to okay i'm gonna do this and now get some serious time you follow me like mm -hmm. it's like man that's not the life you want to live you feel me like i lost my mother at the age of five i started to lose grandmoms started to lose cousins i got to see my cousin one of my cousins was on the news he got killed right i think it was new year's day I'm like, man, I'm seeing all this at a very young age. And we on the news. I'm talking about we as a family. Like, I want my dad, my aunt, she passed, Aunt Fee. A lot of, and we watching my cousin just got killed down North Philly, like, at a bar. It's like, come on, man. Like, and this this stuff was, like, really nothing new. Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, is this the life I really want to live as a teen coming in and coming out? And I just also want to say, man, my brother was also a big inspiration as well. <laughs> man, he, he's a bit challenging. Like, he will really challenge me. But at the same time, it helped me, man. That's why I'm like that to my sister and the people that I coach and the people that, you know, that's in my life and people I want to see succeed because how he was with me. And a lot of people think, oh, somebody's being hard or somebody's, no, they challenge you. They really want to see you go far in life because we know life would never be easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Right. You know, so, you know, to sum it up, man, negativity don't take control of you. You take control of it. Right. It's easy. I could be. I don't got to do an interview outside and be in a nice area where you get a nice view. I could be somewhere and it's a bunch of noise, rap music. It's like, oh, we didn't sign up for this. This is professional. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is something out to the universe. Absolutely. You know, this is what we signed up for. You in Toronto, I'm in Florida. I'm a Rizzi from Philadelphia, PA. We both doing big things and we both making it happen and serving God, most importantly. Absolutely. So when we say oh, we don't want negativity no more, then we're going to step out of that. Mm -hmm. We're not going to continue to keep ourselves in that, man. I just feel like it's, it's no love when there's negativity, man. I even started to lose friends, like not even to, you know, being victims, but just people around me. People was phony, brother. So I had to take myself out of that, man. I was, um, I was working a $7 hour job. I was doing a little bit of hustling, you know, but I was saving. I always been good at managing, Jeff. Like, even as a young young person, like, my brother, somebody give me, like, $30, and my dad, 20 
I put it in my sock and I keep it for like a week or so. I was managing at a very young age. So I got my older siblings, older cousins asking me, hey, bro, you got a few dollars. Can I hold it? Can I hold something? And I might dish it off to them or something, you know, because I've always been a giving person. But now I'm more of a giving person of a positive and more empowering level where I want to, I'm not going to just give you this. I need you to do something with this and, and really learn that nothing is always going to be given to you, especially mm-hmm. me growing in an environment I was growing up in. Nothing was really given to me. So, man, it took for me, man, to really face this, to see things before me, man, happen for me to step out that climb and step out that environment I was always used to separate myself and then even start to watch myself because people see how if you're moving alone, you ain't run away no more. They're wondering, like, what's going on? But it's like you just don't want the lifestyle no more. And a lot of people afraid to move away from that lifestyle, but it's like the lifestyle no longer for me no more. Mm -hmm. It's no longer for me no more. So I don't want that lifestyle no more. You follow me? I got a long life to live. One day I will have my own family Mm -hmm. and provide. So I don't want the lifestyle no more. So I decided, Jeff, to do what everybody else is scared to do so I can be tomorrow where everybody else won't be. And that was to step out the lifestyle that I was living. Right. The people I was around. Absolutely. Powerful, powerful. So saying all that, you've been through all the things you've been through, the turmoils that you've been through in your life, and you are where you are today. And today you are a motivational speaker. You are a host of your own podcast called Inspire Before We Expire. You also go through uh, or go to a number of different schools and also um, uh, jails and facilities, uh, correctional facilities to speak life into people. Uh, that's where your life is today. So you've come definitely, definitely you've come a long way. Um, what would you say is one of your most inspiring uh, things that you do now in regards to all those things that you're doing? Oh, man. Um, the most inspiring. I'm going to take, I'm gonna take it uh, to when I started to speaking, man. Um, you know, I was in a tough space in my life, man. Um, and I learned, man, I always want to get back to my community, get back to communities, period. You know, when I used to practice in my room or around, you know, my friends, I say some real empowering um, because I'm a speaker, but I do a number of things as well. I'm a coach, do mentoring. Um, there's a lot of things I'm involved in as well. But um, Monster made sure and that wasn't even overnight either, man. But something inspiring, man, is when I was like, I used to go to the park, right? Lake Eola, that's like one of my favorite parks here in Orlando, Florida. So I go to the park. And I used to just like, all right, I'm going to do a video. But I used to hesitate. I'm like, I'm going to do this video. Then I finally nailed it. Then all you see, man, is, is me now going back to Lake Eola like it's a job. But it was a job for me. It meant a lot for me, man. And I, I started to, because it started as being in the, in the home around my friends. Like, yo, you need to make your Instagram. Because I ain't had no Instagram. I just, if you look at it, I just made an Instagram about two years ago. Because I'm like, I'm not no model. I'm not making no Instagram. You know, I had to put my pride to the side. Like, no, I can use this for video content. I can use this to really change lives, as you can mm-hmm. see. There's yes. been a lot of lives being impacted. A lot of doors been opened for me that was once closed. And, man, mm-hmm. something inspiring, man, you know, with me is as uh, far as just sitting in them, sit, going to them jails, man, because I was once incarcerated. I was once incarcerated and now speaking life. Child to Speak Life organization, another organization I'm a part of who I connected with. Also over the internet, I'm a speaker, ambassador. We have a tour coming up, uh, potentially in spring, um, you know, but it's just, man, that these doors wasn't just open because the work wasn't put in, but 
but not even the work, but just the understanding, sitting down, the time and, and trusting in God's timing. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, when I'm going to these jails and traveling throughout Central Florida and speaking to probably started with one person, then be five, then it's 45, and it, the numbers continue to go up about 100 and plus. And it's like, man, this is what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. So I know they're in a tough space in their life. They might be in here for a few months. They might be in here for 10 to 15 years. But it's like, listen, man, I'm going to help you come out this situation. And then I don't just go and speak to them. I also pray after. And then I get in contact with my connections, organizations to help them get a job. So when they do get released, I did that. And I'm still doing that. So so let's so, touch on that. I'm sorry to, to, to jump in there. But let's touch on good. that. So, Again, going out to correctional facilities and jails and speaking to these guys, you know, you've come up in a circumstance that was difficult. And with me as well, I use my personal experiences when I go out there and speak and you do the same thing as well. You just talked about being incarcerated yourself. But how do you motivate somebody to change their life when they are in jail for 10 years to 15 years? Like, how do you what is it that you say to someone like that that knows that they're going to be in jail? for a good chunk of their life. Oh man. Yeah, man. Um, you just gotta really understand them, man. Like, you know, like I say, I speak to them, but I hear their story as well. And I just would think about me, I'm good with emphasizing, man, and, and analyzing and just reading this person's body language and knowing their story before they even tell me, knowing they've been through a lot, knowing they they whole life they did drugs and they committed crimes, you know, and it's like some of these people being in jail for a long time for petty stuff, for continuing still from Walmart, still from these these stores, and you'll you'll be like you'll laugh, but it's like no, this is serious. It, it adds up because right. the more you get arrested, the more like it, it it hurts you. You follow me, and it's like man, it's it's not really easy to reach down to these people. It wasn't easy in the beginning to reach reach out to these people and reach up to these people that's facing about ten to twenty years. But when I stay consistent and committed and persistent, because some of them be like five minutes of time with me speaking, I can tell, but then I keep going. So the more I went, the more they started to see that this person really cares. Like it was one person, right? He did about 10 to 15 years. I spoke to him three times. He got released. Now he's not, they say he's kind of doing well, but he's still street mind. He's in jail for about 10 15 years so he's still trying to adapt to the universe but it can help it just take for you not to give up on these people do what god sends you to do so that's why i I don't really serve them i'm serving a man above because this is what i was called to do absolutely and i i I, and i believe man everybody deserves a second chance like honestly if you ain't do nothing too crazy if you ain't in here for you know doing something to a child or you know just something you know something that's just you shouldn't do. If you were here for like, even those that like murders like somebody or something, if it was like probably self-defense, then they deserve a second chance. You follow me? You know, and that the reason why I say that, man, and it, it may get deep because, you know, we can be in that position. We could be at a dinner or something and we eating with our families because it was a great productive day and we had a restaurant eating some good food good vibes, the good energy is going around, but somebody is coming and drunk, acting crazy, so now you got to protect you and your family, and you got to draw your gun, and you got to protect your family, you got to do what you got to do. 
So now I'm speaking to you. I'm speaking to him. I'm speaking to her. See, I speak to not just males and youth, but I speak to also well, juveniles. I speak to females as well. They face a serious time. And what I like about the females is because females, I have female supporters. I have a lot of female supporters. And the females, they know how to understand. They're they going to get in. They're going to engage more with you. The males, they're going to open up. But the females, they really take heed and they take in. They, you start to see them cry and everything. And it's amazing. It's amazing, amazing feel to know when they're doing this serious time. Like I talked to one lady, guess, and this is a true story, Jeff. She said she's doing, she said she told me she was doing 25 to 50 years, right? Mm. So how about months later, I come back and talk to that pod, a bigger group. How about this lady tell me she got her time shortened. She got a pill and she won that pill. So now she was able to do about five to 10 years. Wow. It's still a lot of time if you think about it. But that's what I mean about when you really, man, you trust in yourself, you trust in, your, you trust in what you do. You know, you chase the dream and not chase the cream. And also, most importantly, serve God. Things will always work out in your favor. Mm -hmm. So if you're incarcerated, for those that's incarcerated and doing serious time, because also, um, speaking of this, I'm partnered with the uh, organization they reached out and actually, my, my uh, lieutenant, shout out to him, Lieutenant Allen, he actually referred these people to me off the good word. Like, this kid is coming into our jails. He's making a big impact. He's also connecting with them with organizations he's, um, he's incorporated with outside, um, outside the jails when they get released so they can have somewhere to work. He put that good word in for me. So my content is also throughout 20,000 prisons throughout the U.S., they not outside the U.S. just yet, so wow. man, that's that's a, like that's a blessing, man. And, and wow. you know, a lot of people can't really can't say that, but it's like, man. And I give them more and more content, you know, the podcast, the videos, speaking like speaking again. It's like a lot, man. You know, to be partnered with this organization, it's called Edovo, educational organization, where inmates in jail can actually watch me and listen to my audio. Because mm -hmm. they got the iPads, like in prisons and stuff like that. So, right. you know, it's an empowering factor, man. Like, like I tell people, man, once you do the crime, you might have to do the time. But as you're doing that time, educate yourself. A wise man once said, "Don't treat the jail. Don't treat it like it's jail. Treat it as jail. Educate yourself. Read. Absolutely. Write a book. Because it can work out for you. Like God works in mysterious ways." Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, man, that's fantastic. That, that's amazing what you just said there. You, you, a couple of times now you touched on the line, you said, chase the dream, not the cream. Explain what you mean by that exactly. Why is it important for us to chase our dream and not the money? Oh, man, that's deep. Yeah, man, um, really, so many people, and I was just having a conversation with what, uh, one of my mentors about this, man. And it's like, man, like so many people chase the cream, brother. They forget their morals. They forget what they, they forget their morals. They forget what they stand for. You follow me. Everybody want to be fly. You know, everybody want the jewelry, but they don't want the, the glory. I want the glory. You follow me? You know, I, I give my respects to the most high. And it's like, man, I just see myself going closer and closer to the man above. I'm not perfect, but I learned to do what I do because I love to do it. That's what I was called to do it. And, it's became a passion now, my profession. But why chase this this cream where you just looking flashy? And you like people don't understand. Like when you chase you chase the cream, it's like 
what are you what, what what is your purpose like once you chase the dream the cream will come but also you treat it as when you first started grinding and started to, whether you're a clothing designer whatever you may be doing you started as a beginner now that you up and you winning you feel like oh you above people you feel like i'm still just it's money money like I, i'll be around it too when i'm in these meetings or whatever it may be i see people just okay that's cool but i know i'm a different person i can't just okay chase this you know and and be cool with a million dollars like what you going to do with that million when you get that million because everybody if you think about it everybody nowadays oh i want to be a millionaire i want to be like diddy i want to be but these people work to get to where they at absolutely they did they work you know they work to get to where they at Man, I'm trying to serve like Obama. I'm trying these people to still Obama and his wife not even president. She not like they not even in the White House no more, but they still going to communities and schools in Chicago. They still they still serving. Like that's powerful. Yeah. You notice like a lot of these people kind of fall back and they they just are they don't they feel like they don't, you know, they fall off, but they just continue to keep going and keep pushing and keep empowering and serving the communities. The They're last rounds. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, and it's like, man, and it's like, and even when I listen to empowering speakers, man, one of my favorite, favorite speakers is Inky Johnson, man. Absolutely. Like, honestly, when I kind of like do my speaking engagements, I feel like it's similar to like when he do his, it'd be so powerful to the community and to the audience, man, towards you gonna see a tear come down. You gonna see somebody smile. We gonna say a prayer at the end. You know, it's very, very powerful, man. And um, the reason why I like that slogan, "Chase the dream and chase the cream," man, because the dream stays forever. The, the cream can go tomorrow. You follow me? Absolutely. You can't. You can't take the, the dream with you. And I believe yeah. Laz Brown once said, "The fruits of bear that the richest men are in a graveyard. The richest men are in a graveyard." You know, and, and I believe that's true. Mm. The, the, the very powerful men, the Martin Luther Kings, the Muhammad Ali's, the, a lot of these powerful guys that set stages and set the way and set the path for us to do what we do, no longer here. Mm-hmm. But while they was here, they made sure to do everything they could do for the, not just the, their families and their communities, but for God most importantly. So that's why I carry that slogan, man, is, is chase that dream and chase the cream because we know we we can use the money to provide, to um, invest, to build our businesses, to build our organizations, to build our community. I'm not going to take away nothing, no, nothing, nobody, you know, from that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I believe you have to know what you're getting yourself into because a lot of people do anything for the money. They'll kill their own friend for the for the, for the for about ten, fifteen thousand dollars. Absolutely, and, you and know, you, <laughs> you're right. Going further with that, the, the dream is where the legacy is, right? The thing Absolutely. that you're dreaming about, what you're trying to to turn into, you know, that, um, you know, that job, that career, you know, whatever dream you have that you're trying to, you know, when you're trying to walk in your purpose, um, that is where your legacy lies. And so, even if you make the cream, you make the money doing what you want to do, doing your dream, living your dream, that even the cream that you make, you can use that to continue living a dream. For example, someone like Oprah, who's made a ton of money, but with her money, she's given back to so many people, including her, her school in Africa, right? She's 
been able to help these young girls create their dream because she used her cream to create the school in Africa, right? So even though she's made this money, she continues to live her dream and to help other people live their dream through that method. So it really does start with the dream. It really does start with the mind, the thinking, and turning that idea into something that you can actually give to the world. Yeah, indeed, man. And, and somebody said the other day too, man, nobody, nobody gonna understand your dream like you. Right. You know, nobody gonna understand a vision like you. Nobody gonna understand the journey like you. Right. You follow me? Because they, they just see, okay, what's going on now? But you see how in the beginning we talk about, let's talk about how this all started. Mm-hmm. Where did you come from? So when you think about that, that makes life so much worthwhile. When you think about how you was to overcome that and why you was to overcome that. To not being able to still be where you was at. But like, oh, no, I'm going further than I ever been before. Right. I had to make the sacrifices. I have to make the adjustments. I have to separate myself. Because also a big part. And the dream is isolating yourself. Because every, like I say, everybody might not even have a dream. And, and yeah. you can, okay, step in. But also, people got to also, everybody, is, it's something unique about somebody, mm-hmm. right or wrong. It's something unique. It's something dope. It's something different. They just have to find that within and have to unleash that. It's something inside them that's much more stronger. And they just have to unleash it so they can go forward. And they can go to places they need to go. But they have to also get them somebody that's going to guide them to find this themselves. Sit down. Like, people be so up, like, just feeling this up in them. Like, oh, man. They be so just, they let the pride get to them, Jeff. Yeah. You know, yeah. meaning, like, it don't just take you to, to, to really know that you have a dream or you have a vision. You can turn these dreams into reality one day. But it also takes for you to find you somebody that's going to actually guide you and help you genuinely see you want to win and want to also create new leaders. Mm-hmm. So me being a leader, I also create leaders and they create leaders. Right. It's like right. a path, Yeah. you know, towards, okay, I don't care about being a boss. I didn't took losses. But at the same time, this loss didn't make me out. Listen, I'm a leader. I'm a server. Mm-hmm. You can have that ball status, baby. Because guess what? When I chase my dreams, baby, I'm going to make sure my young person that's next to me, my sons, when I do have a, when I have my own family, they chase their dreams. Right. And the cream also, step into, people chase the cream like those that's in the streets. What are they doing? Selling drugs, right? Busting heads, right? The same stuff. That's part of chasing the cream. That's all they're thinking about. Damn, they can be, listen, Jeff, they can be making tons and tons of money, like we just said, about the Oprahs and a lot of these people that's making a difference around the world. But at the same time, they still stuck in that same neighborhood with about $20,000 to $50,000 because they don't know nothing else. That's all they used to. They don't have them people around them, but they realize, damn, I can actually buy some property with this. I can actually go to Cuba and, and, and do this you know, for the community or go to Puerto Rico where they need it a lot. Right. Where they ain't, they, where they ain't have electric, electricity and, you know, so for like a lot of poverty and a lot of adversity is going on in that country. Like people forget about those things and they just think about themselves about, let me buy the newest watch. Let me buy this Rolls Royce. Let me do this and do that. You got to think about what's important versus what's not important. Because those things don't mean nothing. Materialistic things doesn't mean anything. Or let me do this for my family. 
a right. family member birthday is coming up. Let me treat them to a nice dinner. They don't think about that, man. So I used to, I'm going to be real with you. The reason why I also say chase the cream and not the dream, I mean chase the dream and not the cream, excuse me, because I used to chase the cream, Jeff. I was one of those. You follow me? Mm-hmm. That's what makes something. That's what makes it so much interesting. I was one of those. Mm-hmm. I was just, like I say, stacking money. And that's what led me to get the floor on the Greyhound. I caught the Greyhound out here. But I learned that along this journey, something going to come by. Something going to come stronger. This what I need and not what I want. Right. You know, so, man, it's, it's I can go on and on with this chase the dream and not the cream, man. Because uh, this is something, like you say, man, it's a legacy, man. Something we, we build. Tom Brady, for example. Oh. <laughs> you know, I got to touch on that. He built his legacy. Absolutely. As, as And the thing is, he came from Michigan. So people look at him like, man, he's going to be a good quarterback. But we was looking at the Peyton Manning's when I was young. Right. Follow me. I was looking at these people that was at the McNabs. Tom Brady got in and changed the game, taking his team to the Super Bowl numerous times, winning about five rings or so, I believe. But they had to get that shut down this year, you know. So yeah, he built he built his legacy, though, man. You know, Absolutely. big up to him. And what I love about Tom Brady's story as well is that when you look at his beginnings in the NFL, when he first got to the NFL. He was drafted 199th out of, you know, he was 199th, right? So basically there was 200 other players that were better than him or considered better than him. And when you look at the draft report, it was, you know, it was dogging him about, you know, he has a terrible arm, he can't throw, and just a whole bunch of things that they said about him, uh, you know, regarding being a terrible quarterback. And my man, you know, despite what people thought about him, despite what they thought about him, he was able to become who so you know people are going to have their opinions of you and again as you talked about you know growing up where you grew up and how you grew up i'm sure there's people who had opinions about you and thought nothing of you right but just because that is your beginning that does not have to be your ending and tom brady is a prime example of that you are a prime example of that and every time i go out and speak i try to inspire kids to be the prime example of that and i know you do the same as well but yeah it's important that regardless of where you start like, life is not fair. We know that, right? Some people are, are born with silver spoons in their mouth. Some people are born to crack, you know, parents, parents who are strung out on crack. Like, we can't control the environment that we're born in. So we don't all start at the starting line, right? When you look at a race, you don't all start at the same starting line. But you have the ability to finish wherever you choose to finish. Absolutely. Right? It's, it's dedicating yourself. It's making the moves that are going to better your life. And having people like yourselves who are out there who are motivating people to become the best version of themselves. Absolutely, man. I love that. The best version of yourself. I love that, man. You can Absolutely. always become like the highest version of yourself. And touching on that, man, with Will Smith is um, I don't know if you've seen a recent video, it's been all over the internet. Will Smith from my city, West Philadelphia. Yes. He's from Philadelphia, PA, but he was saying fan fan your flames. Yeah. You know, he he said, he said, a, it was an interesting quote, and he was, he said something, he was like, um, don't hang out with Busted Jokers or something, he said, it was kind of funny, but it made a lot of sense, and I got what he said, a lot of people probably didn't get what he said, but I looked at that video, and I'm like, I once was that person that wasn't fanning my flames, I wasn't around people I need to be around, mm-hmm. and I believe surroundings is a big part of it, man, for real, and, um, but it's interesting that when you hang around powerful, like-minded, positive, empowering, influential, you know, professional a lot of these people man that you need to hang around it's going to help you grow 
Right. But when you're around those with basic mind is those that don't want to do anything, those that don't want to come out their situation, that don't want to grow out the environment, don't want to step out that comfort zone, most importantly, then how could you expect to grow? You follow me? And even if you even if y'all did come from the same environment, it's like you said, it's not always being at that beginner stage. You can always grow and get to where you need to be. And that's what most most of people don't really understand, man. And like really like we go through things, right? We go through it, but we can always grow through it. Mm. You know, and as I was, um, I know we spoke about, you know, my book, you know, when um, it's finished in the process of being edited and everything like that. But it's based on, man, like really the life, you know, the adversity I face. But you can tell somebody adversity you face, right? But what makes it so much interesting is when you tell people how you was to overcome that adversity you know how much time it took Mm -hmm. the thoughts that came through your mind while going through this adversity like should I do this to get myself in more trouble should I do this to stress my family out should I do this to end my own life but then you like no life is so much worthwhile if you just really give it a chance Sometimes we just have to give it a chance, man. That's times when I'm in traffic, Jeff, because it get busy. If you can see, there's always traffic in Florida. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's times when I'm in traffic in Florida. Like, I be sometimes, but I be listening to audio, man. I, I be relaxing my mind. I be listening to meditation. I be, I be listening to podcasts. I'm always training the mind to be better. Right. I'm always training the mind to do different. I'm always training myself mentally, physically, emotionally. Because I'm a vulnerable guy, too. I learned just everything that was inside to let out and open up. You know, so when we talk about legendary people, man, to knowing that we're building our own legacies to set forth for our next generation, to set forth for our families and the young people that's coming at them. It's like, man, it's so powerful. It's like, man, we're just doing it our own way. And it's, 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 it's crazy how you can connect on the Internet no matter where you at. Right. And now be on podcast now be partnered together collaboration is so important and so powerful when you can collab with somebody that you ain't know your whole life but you got the connection stronger than with this person with him or her more than you got with somebody you knew your whole life it's so powerful right man i don't really even talk to people like that i grew up with or knew my whole life even family i talk to strangers and And, and I connect with, 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 with people I knew probably a year or so more and more than with these people. And it's crazy, man, how powerful it is, but it's like it's all in God's plan for real. Yeah. You know, absolutely. so I'm very I'm very grateful, man, to really be a part. Shout out to those men from the six from Toronto. Um, you What's know, up? your whole team, your brothers, you know, man, for real, man. I'm I'm just I love, I love it, man. Honestly, man, I love, I love great energy, man. I love great energy, like appreciate it because I ain't come from it, you know. So right. it's, it's definitely, uh, man, it's a blessing for it. No, definitely appreciate it very much. You talked on your book real quick. Where can everybody find uh, the things that you're working on, and um, you know, where can they find you on social media as well? Okay, um, yeah, man. Um, so you know, the book. It, it's like I say, it's not really out right now. It's being edited right, right. now, but it will be out maybe by, I, I know we talked before about spring or summer, but you know, it's a process. Absolutely. You know, but I connect with some people, so we're getting it worked on, and then I'm starting another one. But um, I got a website, imtorellsumter.com. 
it's being rebranded, you know, right now. Um, I had to put some changes. I like to, what I, I don't like for stuff to sit too long, man. I like to do some changes to it, but I don't like it. I might, you know, I just like to be different and be more unique to stand out from the rest. I don't want everything looking like every the ordinary, but, um, you know, my podcast, Inspire Before We Expire, real dope, powerful, empowering podcast, man. Like the word is say, Inspire Before We Expire, meaning you get one life to live, right? But if you live it right, once is only enough. Honestly. Absolutely. We know there's an internal life as well, but that's how you live it. That's why I say if you live it, if you live it right, once is enough. You ain't gotta be perfect. But do what's right. So you can find right. that on iTunes. You can also find that on SoundCloud. You can find it on TuneIn Radio. Um in the podcast set. For those that got an iPhone, iPad, laptop, download the podcast and completely free. You know, um, like I'm subscribed to your podcast, you know, so, you know, you can find that, find that there. And, you know, it's a lot of leaders like around the world, um, that just be on there. You got the Anna Petrovskis, you got eFitness that's based in Orlando. You got these people, man, that's so powerful at what they do, whether it's fitness, health, you know, um, entrepreneurs, whatever, whatever it may be, man, um, property owner, you know, you can be a Wawa manager. If I feel like your story is very powerful right. and influence you, I'm going to bring you on and, you know, hear your testimony. And we're going to make sure we shake things up because I like to hear real impactful stories. I like to engage, especially when I'm sitting down with you. I like to see just the emotion come out. I like to see the energy rise. So as the energy rise, when you leave that place, you, that energy and them spirits continue to flow. That's how powerful it is. I was just on a call the other day with one of my young guys. He was like, man, wow, that's powerful. I'm like, yeah. You know, once you, I'm like, that room, when you go in and you speak to your sister, no matter what y'all went through in the past, y'all making it right right now, right? It's going to take a process for you all to get it together, right? But at the same time, the more you leave her with happy spirits, the more you leave her, okay, this is my sister, this is not my enemy, or this is my brother. They're going to remember that. Your spirit's still going to flow. So when they walk into a room, guess what? They doing the same. So man, it's, it's it's powerful, man. So you can find that there. Um, Speak Life Inc. or nonprofit organization I'm a part of, involved in. Um, you can find that speaklifeinc.com. Get your merchandise. Get you a shirt. I got a Speak Life shirt under here, but it's you know it's under this shirt right here. But I got plenty of other shirts. Yeah, uh, you know. Okay, fantastic, man. I definitely yeah, man. appreciate that. And again, Tura, I just got to say, you know, I appreciate what you're doing. For those of you uh, who are looking to follow Terrell, he is on social media, Instagram, always putting up, you know, just, just great mind, you know, shifting information and, and, and comments and, and interactions. And he's just doing some great things. And he's definitely going to be one to watch in the future, you know, as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, he's doing the great things now. So I know your future is bright. There's a lot of great things that are going to happen for you and to you as you continue along this path. So I definitely appreciate you, my man. Absolutely. I got a few things to say, too. All right. So one, right before we get off this call, I want y'all to really take a read at this book right here. It's called Live Beyond Ordinary. If you can see that, Jeff. Live Beyond it's a real Ordinary. It's a real empowering book from uh, Scott George. He's a pastor. He's a leader. He's an executive like CEO. He does a lot, man, in this Orlando community. But the man really helped me change my journey as well. He's like a big mentor to me. I just had a big meeting with him and everything, um, collaborating. We got some things in the works. But the thing is, man, like this book right here is real life change. It's a game changer. 
you know. So you can find it on Amazon. It's real dope, man. It's like, okay. man, we're not here to be ordinary. You follow me? We're here to, to really live to be extraordinary and live to be the best version of ourselves, the healthiest version, to be the strongest versions Absolutely. of ourselves, you Absolutely. know, um, pass the generation on, you know, okay. so, yeah. Okay, perfect. I'm going to look for that book. I'm definitely going to look for that book. Now, Absolutely. we are at the end of the show, and at the end of the show, I love to give a nugget of the day. You are a speaker. You are doing great things. I'm going to give you the opportunity. So in about one minute, if you can picture your ideal audience, so the people who are listening right now, who need to hear that positive word in about a minute. Go ahead, my man, and, and let me hear what you got to say. All right, man. Listen, man, no matter where you at, no matter where you at, you can always rise above from where you come from. Honestly, I'm going to be all the way real with you. It wasn't overnight for me to be this speaker, for me to be this leader. It wasn't overnight. But listen, man, I put my mind, I put my heart, I put my pride and my soul, and I put my people into it for me to become this person, honestly. So listen, no matter what you go through, you can always grow through what you go through and you can make a difference. But listen, as one a wise guy once said, you know, one person can make a difference, but a whole society, a whole community can make a miracle. Honestly, baby, you take that with you, you continue to live the best you, be the best you. Honestly, Terrell is coming from me, Terrell something, baby. Honestly, if you really want to, if you really want what you desire, what you want, you can get it. You can get it. You just have to strive. Put God first, most importantly. And put the haters to the side because guess what? Haters is your marketing team. Haters will help you grow. And listen, they're not even haters. They want to see you win. They just don't know how to express it. That's cool though, baby. You make sure you keep going. You keep pushing. You make it all happen and make it possible. Because listen, what I say, you live, you live once, right? But if you live it right, once is only enough, baby. A pleasure being here, Jeff. Much appreciated, Honestly, man. Thank you so you much. Know, I appreciate uh, you, Terrell, and uh, everybody else. I will see you at the top of the next episode. Peace.